Welcome to The Weekly Stupid. I am the editor in charge. If you like what you hear, check out more at theweeklystupid.com. We have content on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Welcome back to The Weekly Stupid Podcast. This is episode 23. We offer a look at life not considered by what you may consider normal. If you're looking for truth, justice, and the American way, then you are where you should be. Please leave a review and give us a rating on whatever podcast service you're using. In this podcast, I will go over what our staff is currently working on, preview this week's articles, answer a submitted question, and for the functionally illiterate, I'm going to read last week's article. For a short update, Sarah Jean spent the week learning more about Flutterbird awareness and mistaking children as below-normal height, mentally challenged adults. Check out her site at flutterbird.org. Ed spent this week also learning about Flutterbird awareness and also campaigning in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Check out his site at allstud.net. Dr. Beekman spent the week in the hospital, recovering from a minor explosion at the Institute. Something about solving climate change with CO2 and nitroglycerin. We hope you feel better, Doctor. If you like the strains, check out thefetalinstitute.com. This week we headed south to Lake Charles, Louisiana. We had a symposium on the Flutterbird. That's where we all learned about more Flutterbird awareness. Like every trip we take, it ended in an adventure. We had some government malfeasance, along with the question, is Ed working with the Russians? This week's articles may lead to a Nobel Peace Prize for this wonderful organization. Head on over to theweeklystupid.com to read the articles in full. We had an official-looking person stop by the office and try to intimidate us in the name of AOC. He asked if we could stop Sarah Jean from trying to get all up in her business. Well, all I can say to AOC is this is a free country, and we would never try to stop Sarah Jean from pursuing her passions. In last week's article, Sarah Jean was asked to elaborate on a previous story. Barbie's sister threw a surprise birthday party for the very own Barbie and asked if Sarah Jean would say a few words and read the story. Sarah Jean asked me to edit the rewrite, and I felt it deserved publication. The original story was published on May 23rd of this year. Sarah Jean's article starts off by saying how she went undercover to start her investigation. She was finally able to reveal her design degree from Juilliard. She received an honorary degree after donating valuable time to decorate and restore an orphanage for the criminally insane in Malaysia. One of the reasons she hides this fact is she doesn't want to be defined by a single incident in her life. Her degree in stunning personality made it easy to infiltrate Mattel. Her only concern was for Jan Kretz, the CEO, you idiots. If she made Mattel too much money, they may remove Jan and replace him with her. We'd sure hate to lose Sarah Jean. She was only working at Mattel a few hours when it became clear this would not be a problem. They put her in a cube and asked her to get the menfolk coffee. Yes, they used the word menfolk. She was expecting to be assigned directly as a top designer. She had to keep her emotions in check. No retribution if she wanted to complete the assignment. She was glad she kept her fury below the surface as her day was about to change for the better. She decided she needed a double shot of caffeine to keep her head from exploding and went into the break room where she ran directly into Barbie. She was completely taken aback. She did not resemble the Barbie she thought she knew in any way. It turns out she wears a wig and has a mouth like a sailor. Sarah Jean is not easily offended, but she did not expect to see this side of a cultural icon. 
She was packing a sidearm and informed me she never leaves home without it, especially working at this testosterone-soaked company. Sarah Jean admires strong women, but when you're expecting a princess and a woman walks in wearing a sidearm and chewing tobacco, it can be disturbing. She was told not to mention Barbie's feet if she ever happened to meet her. But the contrarian in Sarah Jean took over. She boldly asked Barbie about her injury. She was fooled by her designer good looks and did she mention her stunning personality? She started her story in Southeast Asia. While piloting a helicopter over Hanoi, her bird took a grenade off the starboard side. She crash landed in the park where she noticed a small school burning. A group of small children had been dangled in front of the school. She rushed at them like Charlie Brown running toward the football held by Lucy. But just like Lucy, the enemy pulled the children away just before Barbie got to them. Their little bodies scattering across the ground like snowflakes on a crisp January morning. She then ran into the school and found herself surrounded by four enemy combatants. She was ready to take them out when she noticed some POWs being used as shields. She pretended to surrender. She dropped her L1A1, all the while knowing she had a Browning high power pinned behind her right ear. She took advantage while the enemy was staring at her embroidered image of Johnny Cash on the left breast pocket of her denim shirt. Producing the browning, she took out all four while yelling, Just like Reno! She then carried the four wounded POWs to safety. With all the adrenaline flowing, she didn't notice her feet had been burned during the copter crash. The injury was compounded by carrying the wounded to safety. She is fluent in 13 different Asian dialects so she was able to pose as a Vietnam soldier while recovering in an enemy hospital. Her feet were so badly burned that she required replacement tendons grafted onto the bottom of her feet. She asked if the tendons could be harvested from the tiny feet of the children blown up into school. She wanted a tattoo of the event but felt this would be a better way to carry them forward in her heart. Sorry, I get a little, a little choked up during that part. It took two of the child-sized tendons to replace a single one of hers. The tendon suffered from atrophy while she made her daring escape. Traveling over 300 miles of bear-infested Viet Cong, her tendons slowly morphed into the strange foot formations you see today. Barbie seemed to emotionally fade away while talking about the multitude of bear attacks. Sarah Jean decided not to press on whether the bears attacked her or she attacked the bears. A tale for another day. Sarah Jean asked her why this heroic tale hadn't been highlighted in the press. Well, Barbie told her that she did not want to be defined by a single incident in her life. She went on stating she is more than just a war hero. She is an inspiration to young women everywhere. Sarah Jean remembered that she had also not wanted to be defined by a single moment in her life. She had to work hard not to start weeping on the spot. Sarah Jean felt like she had met her twin that day. I decided not to let Ed have a column this week. I didn't want to ruin the moment. Just let this one be all about Sarah Jean. If you enjoyed this episode, consider telling your friends. Every time you tell a friend about the Weekly Stupid, monkey brains will taste just a little less fresh. Also, consider leaving a review. Thank you. And as always, enjoy the stupid.